0: Welcome to Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy. Hi, and welcome to our podcast on renewable diesel. My name is Linda Giesege, and I'm here with Chris Barber, who is our expert on refining and on biofuels. Chris, thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So as we focus on renewable diesel, my first question to you, Chris, is why has biodiesel, and particularly renewable diesel production, been growing in recent years
1: yeah state and federal government policies to reduce greenhouse gas emissions have required um, increasing amounts of biofuels or alternative fuels to be blended into transport fuels in recent years um, the federal renewable fuel standard and California's low carbon fuel standard are two of the largest programs in the US that have been creating incentives to blend more biofuels uh, particularly biodiesel In Europe, the Renewable Energy Directive, or RED, has also been increasing biofuel blending targets for many of the European Union countries. Biodiesel in general um, has a higher greenhouse gas emission reduction score than ethanol. And with limits to blending ethanol in some of these markets, the market participants have relied on increased biodiesel and renewable diesel um, to meet these targets.
0: Okay, so if we want to focus, let's say, on renewable diesel... What makes renewable diesel different? And as a benefit to our listeners, what is it actually made from?
1: Well, renewable diesel is produced using a different process uh, compared to traditional biodiesel. Biodiesel is produced using a process called transesterification, but the product of that is chemically different than petroleum diesel. The process for renewable diesel, on the other hand, is more similar to traditional petroleum diesel and it creates a fuel that is more similar to petroleum diesel. And it can be made from waste streams like used cooking oil, as well as other waste products.
0: Interesting, interesting. Okay, so what advantage does renewable diesel have under these environmental policies?
1: Um, Under both RFS and LCFS in the U.S., the two largest policies pushing additional biofuels into transport fuels Uh, Renewable diesel is assigned a higher greenhouse gas reduction score, which carries a a larger economic benefit. Each gallon of renewable diesel attains additional RINs under RFS um, or additional credits under LCFS, both of which the blender can sell into the market or use to reduce its own obligations uh, under the program. This is one of the main reasons that the majority of the renewable diesel produced in the U.S. is blended in California, as it qualifies for both credits uh, under that program as well as the PRINs under the federal program. And renewable diesel offers some other benefits as well.
0: Okay, great. Um, we've seen a lot of growth recently. So what are some of the advantages that have contributed to this growth?
1: In addition to the increased greenhouse gas reduction score, Um, As I just mentioned, renewable diesel is similar to petroleum diesel, which means that it can be used directly or blended at much higher percentages than traditional biodiesel. Because biodiesel is chemically different from transport diesel, it limits how much it can be blended into the transport stream. Uh, Renewable diesel, on the other hand, doesn't have these limitations, so blenders can blend to to much higher rates or you can use it directly in the uh, transport diesel pool. In addition, We have seen a trend of refiners or renewable fuel producers repurposing older refinery secondary units and storage facilities uh, to produce renewable diesel. Because renewable diesel is produced in a similar fashion as traditional diesel, uh, just using different feedstocks, it provides an advantage for uh, refiners. They can repurpose older equipment or even increase utilization of current equipment. For instance, some facilities are producing it directly into their diesel stream along with traditional petroleum diesel as it moves through the refinery. Because traditional fuel producers are typically the obligated parties under these programs I mentioned earlier, it also provides a way for them to lower their liabilities under the program.
0: Now, hearing about all the benefits behind renewable diesel. This is really my last question to you. Will renewable diesel continue to expand as we've seen recently?
1: It will. Uh, The continued move toward reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the transport sector uh, will keep renewable diesel growing relatively strongly in the short and medium term. Although the future of the RFS is a little less certain, uh, the state of California just doubled its greenhouse gas emissions targets to 2030 under LCFS, which should continue to spur use or demand for renewable diesel in California. In addition, under Europe's Renewable Energy Directive, in union countries are required to increase fuel blending to 10%. Um, Due to the advantages mentioned earlier, particularly the ability to blend at higher rates, we'll continue to make renewable diesel a very attractive fuel for many of the participants in both of these programs to meet their obligations.
0: Great, thanks Chris. Fascinating topic, thank you so much.
1: Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us on Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy.